Well, the Celtics found a new way to lose, and I'm just about done with Dennis Schroeder with the Celtics. Plus, how the Celtics offense needs to operate, the mentality. It's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep jumping on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Brandon James, how we started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. Hey there, thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Uh, Locked On Celtics, free and available everywhere podcasts exist, including YouTube. Watch the show on YouTube, please. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, which is available wherever books are sold online and on my website, johncorrales.com. 30 bucks gets you a personalized signed copy. Boston Celtics lose to the San Antonio Spurs. 99-97, Jalen Brown had a steal and breakaway layup. Not really breakaway, breakaway. Like, it was contested, but uh, he still got it off fairly cleanly. He's made shots like that a bunch. He made a bunch of those exact type of contested shots in his 50-point game, and it just uh, fell off the side of the rim. And Celtics, instead of going to overtime, lose 99 97. Back and forth game, I think a couple of things that really hurt the Celtics. Defensive mistakes where they they played fairly well and then they made a mistake late. Either they gave up an offensive rebound or they, they just missed a rotation at the very end. So that's frustrating, but um, I, I feel like that's correctable. Some of those mistakes are probably a function of these guys having not played together for a while and a little little miscommunication stuff. That stuff can get cleaned up. Not so worried about that. The fourth quarter offense, I do worry about that. And I'll talk about that in the third segment. I'll save the second segment for uh, Dennis Schroeder. I'll just, I'll just handle Dennis Schroeder in the second segment. And uh, But for now, just... A basic overview of the game. Jason Tatum said that he felt a little rusty out there. He was uh, he he wasn't really ready uh, mentally. I don't think to to play. He said that um, I did feel better than the first game. I won't say I was nervous, but I was definitely it was definitely heavy on my mind on the last night today. The anticipation and it kind of lingered into the game. I kind of questioned myself out there. I was tired. Uh, but I definitely felt better than the last time. So Tatum is saying that he, the past COVID experience, kind of had him wondering, like, okay, is this going to be the same? My feeling these feelings of, you know, fatigue, is, is it kind of, I don't know, it was almost like a, for lack of a better term, a PTSD out there that he was struggling with. So I think that's something that that will will clear itself up. But he he was getting to the rim Early, but he was getting blocked. He wasn't getting, I don't think he was getting the same lift. He wasn't doing the same thing. By, by, the, by the third and fourth quarter, I think he was figuring out like, oh, I remember I kind of Eurostep. I, I vary my attacks a little bit more. I think early on he was just kind of going and he was getting blocked like he was earlier this season. So a tough Jason Tatum game. 
but not one that I'm too worried about there. Uh, Jalen Brown had 30 points, generally a good game, but later in the fourth quarter, everything just kind of devolved a little bit again. And I think that's a function of Schroeder starting it and you know a lot of the isolation stuff. And it just became one isolation after another, after another, after another. And so, uh, but I thought Jalen, especially early, you know, shot 48%, four of eight from three. This was, this was a pretty decent game from Jalen Brown altogether. Uh, but there, there is a problem he had two points in the fourth quarter. That's, that's not acceptable. This is not where the Celtics offense needs to be at all. Like it should be flipped. You know, they're, they're, they're not going to win anything ever past the season, anything. If Jalen Brown's going to be getting two points in a fourth quarter, that needs to be fixed. Talk more about that later. Marcus smart. I thought I had a, a really, really good game. I thought Marcus smart, uh, 14 points, six assists, three steals, a block, six of 12 shooting, uh, 50% shooting from two and from three, two or four from, from three. Thought he had a fantastic game, but again, late he, it was, it was a bit, a bit different early on. When Marcus Smart what, it was in the game with Dennis Schroeder, and Ime just continues to insist on playing those two together, but fine. He he played those two together, and Smart was the ball handler. He was the primary ball handler, and I thought it worked. I thought that worked fine. It wasn't great, but it worked fine. Fourth quarter, the whole fourth quarter, I think Marcus Smart initiated the offense twice, and Schroeder, I forget what the count was, but it was like six or seven or eight. Like there were a, a lot of possessions where it was just, here's the ball, Schroeder, you go. And I don't like that at all. If Marcus Smart's going to be your starting point guard, make him your starting point guard. That's it. Just if he's going to be your starting point guard, don't have Schroeder come on in and, and initiate the offense. Have Play Schroeder off the ball. That's, that's more tolerable to me. Then he can come up off a pin down and catch and then drive against, uh, you know, uh, a defender on the move, have shooter, catch it on the move, make a move himself. Boom, boom, get to the rim. That's fine. That's fine with me. But Schroeder walking the ball up the floor, that little walk the dog thing that annoys everybody. And then dribble, 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 and then make a move. Like everybody's just standing around and that's fine for a possession. You know, maybe you get Tatum and Brown a little bit of rest, 18 seconds of rest while on the floor. Fine. But Marcus Smart should be the starting point guard. And that, that to me is it. Marcus Smart initiates the offense. Sometimes it's going to be a different, like obviously Tatum and Brown and Horford are going to have their turns. I'm not saying that Marcus Smart needs to initiate every play, but of the guards out there, having Marcus start off the ball, I just don't like it. I don't want it. He starts on the ball unless Tatum or Brown are handling something or you're running it through your bigs. And Marcus Smart is a pick setter. That's fine. But I thought Marcus Smart generally played pretty well. Decent game from Josh Richardson, who needs to play more. Definitely needed to play more. 20 minutes was not enough for him. Uh, Grant had a tough game. I thought this might have been a tough matchup. They go a little small. But, um, but you know, I, I, I think Grant just – they need to stop just playing situational Grant now. Like, he's either, he's either part of the rotation or he's not. So – let him work through some stuff. I think he's earned the right to work through some stuff. Romeo played seven and a half minutes, didn't really do anything except make, uh, I think he made a defensive mistake. Uh, maybe not. I have to go back and look. Might have been on on Dennis, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Josh Richardson. So 
But back and forth game, like I'm not even mad at the game. It was the Celtics made defensive mistakes that I think are are correctable. Offense in the fourth quarter was you know horse crap, and I'll talk about that later on. But I thought the fight, the effort, all of that stuff that was generally there. I thought San Antonio played really, really well. Dejounte Murray is basically now in. I'm, I'm inviting him into the room of Celtics killers with Ish Smith and Chris Middleton and Terrence Ross. Like, I think DeJounte Murray is entering that room now. So, a big game from him. Uh, nice game from him. Nice game from the Spurs. The Spurs did a pretty good job defensively. And, like, down the stretch, they made all the defensive plays. They tried to give the ball away. Celtics, in the last few minutes, were rough. Very rough. We'll talk about that later. First, I'm going to talk about Dennis Schroeder when I come back. But before I talk about any of that, I got to talk to you about Shopify, which is more than a store. It connects you with customers. It drives sales. It is going to help you run your business online, which I know is tough. I've tried to do things before myself, running online businesses, and basically I got frustrated and stopped because you're paying a ton of fees to all these other places. It's hard to know what, what you're really even doing. And nowadays, Everybody has a set, like they, they all want to pay a certain way and they all want to pay through credit cards. So Shopify instantly lets you accept all major credit card payment methods, has thousands of integrations from third-party apps, from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and beyond. All of the stuff people will expect from a big business, but you're a small business. So upstarts, startups, established businesses alike can sell anywhere, synchronize online, in-person sales, Effortlessly, effortlessly stay informed. <laughs> so uh, Shopify powers millions of businesses, first scale to full scale, reach customers online, gain insights as you grow. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial to get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash NBA right now. Shopify.com slash NBA. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Hey, thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On Now your second listen it's a recap of all the games every night from the local experts. So from me uh, and Jeff Garcia, who we, we were on the podcast yesterday, you'll get a couple minutes from me, a couple minutes from Jeff, and you'll get both sides of how this game went. So it's very cool to get both sides of the story on Locked On Now, wherever you get your podcasts. And it's on YouTube on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Dennis Schroeder, I've had enough of him. I've had enough. The Celtics don't need him. Now, Peyton Pritchard went into health and safety protocols, so the Celtics, I guess, do need him right now. Broderick Thomas is out with a back issue, so uh, I guess I should take that back for now. But I, I'm tired. I'm tired of uh, Schroeder making defensive mistakes because he made some real whoppers out there, and Robert Williams had to cover, especially one of them. He had a big block shot. That was one uh, – Big cover for for a Schroeder defensive mistake. Schroeder in past games has helped off of guys he against Orlando. 
He went to double off of Terrence Ross. What are you doing? Why you don't do that? Never do that. Don't help off of Terrence Ross. But he's prone to doing this stuff. I, I, I understand now why the Lakers didn't offer him a bunch of money. I get it. Um, I wouldn't offer him a bunch of money either. I actually am starting to think like what the Celtics paid him is on the low end of appropriate. Maybe he can, he can go get a little bit more, but tax mid-level, mid-level exception is the most, the most I would pay for Dennis Schroeder. And I'm not going to certainly don't want the Celtics to uh, pay that money and hard cap themselves for him because it's not worth it. In the fourth quarter, when things flipped and Marcus Smart suddenly was playing off the ball, at that point, either take Schroeder off the floor or take Smart off the floor. It's just not worth it to me. It's because you're you're having Marcus Smart play play a position that's, that's not his best. I think this this is hurting Marcus Smart. And then Schroeder goes out there and, and takes really bad shots. Yeah, he made a couple. And and I will say this again. I've said this before. I'll say it again. He he is he has this great skill of having the box score lie about his game. I don't know how he does it. He and the box score are having a great relationship because you look at this game. If you didn't watch the game, you would look at me and be like, what are you nuts? Seven of 14 shooting. Okay. One of four from three, but you know, you hit one more, you're shooting 50%, 15 points, uh, two assists, three rebounds, a steal, only one turnover. You're like, wow, what are you talking about? This is a great game. No, no. He had a couple of shots. That's, that's true. But this is not a great game from Schroeder. I think Schroeder came in and changed the entire energy of the fourth quarter and turned it into an isolation fest. He, he is the epicenter of that isolation fest in the fourth quarter. And I asked, I asked Jason Tatum after the game, is it, is it tougher to trust your teammates out there when you see, you know, when, when somebody's going isolation and you, everybody's starting to go isolation. Is it a matter of like not trusting your teammates? Because early on you give the ball up. It feels like you're going to get the ball back, but later on you give the ball up and there's a good chance you're not seeing that ball again in that possession. And he said, you know, I, I can see how it looks that way from, from afar, which basically is an admission that, yeah, it looks like we don't trust each other out there. Now he said he trusts those guys and he said, everybody trusts each other, but it's, he admits that, yeah, I understand how it would look like that after a game because that, that's how the offense basically ran. And that's not good, but I think, I kind of think that that's kind of what's going on. When you're Tatum or Brown and you're out there and it's like, okay, Dennis, okay, you dribble like 10 times. Can we do something? And it's also on Tatum and Brown to kind of move and present themselves as options that's coming up in the third segment, but standing there and watching, and Jalen said, sometimes we stand and watch, which we can't do, starts with Schroeder slowly, casually, you know, rolling the ball along. Like, stop doing that. Just pick the ball up and dribble. The energy matters to me, man. The energy matters. Pick the ball up, jog your way up the floor, and get into a set. Call a play or say something. Call for the pick. Get Rob up and do a high pick and roll. Do something. Do something. Instead of that casual, 
walking the dog up the floor, kind of like, ooh, are you going to go for it? Nope, psych. Nope, wait, no, stop that game. It's stupid. It's stupid. You're not gaining anything out of this. Bring the ball up that extra five seconds. You'll get it back later because if you run a play, boom, 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 with pace, you score, you get back, you pick up the pace. That's how you get more possessions in the game by playing with that up-tempo, with that pace up and down the floor and that pace in the half court of bring it up. Let's see. I'm just going to, let's, let's do something coming up. I'm going to kick it off over here. I'm going to go this way. Simple motion offense at the very least, but Schroeder just insists on playing his slow isolation style. And especially in that fourth quarter, it's a killer because Tatum gets the ball and it's like, well, now I'm going isolation. And Jalen gets the ball and now I'm going isolation. Marcus Smart thinks, well, these guys have all gone cold. And now, now I have to go isolation because I, I wasn't cold before. And let me see what I can do. And it just feeds itself. It feeds itself. And the Celtics get away from doing anything that worked before. Because Schroeder isolations were not part of the offense until late in the game. And then all of a sudden, the Celtics went from... 30 points in the first quarter and 26 in the second quarter to 21 in the third and 20 in the fourth. Run the damn offense. And I'm going to get to that when I come back because I have a very simple way to think about the Celtics offense. That's coming up next. First, Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we head into our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On to get started. So from football to basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts, Please gamble responsibly. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Lockdown Celtics on Instagram. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Make Lockdown Bets your second listen. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling got you covered. Check them out. They will have the... Uh, the wrong team favored. They've got their locks. They've got uh, some really good advice if you're going to lay some money down over there at Bet Online. Check them out wherever podcasts exist. Okay, Celtics offense is still a work in progress, right? This is to me the mentality that they need to have. Everything that they do has to make Tatum and Brown's lives easier. That's how you think about it. If what you're doing doesn't make their lives easier, then don't do it. That is the most basic, simple way I can put this. If what you're doing out there doesn't make their lives easier, then it's probably the wrong thing to do. Why? What does that mean? That doesn't mean give them the ball all the time. It doesn't mean uh, run all of the plays for them. In fact, one of the things that they need to do is when Tatum and Brown get blitzed, Tatum and Brown need to get rid of the ball at the, at the right time. And the guys behind them are basically going to play playing four on three. Tatum has the ball. He gets blitzed, dumps it off, right? Two guys are there with Tatum. Draw them back, dump it off. You have a couple of seconds of four on three basketball. That means the guy who gets it, make a move. Do something. 
because they know it's four on three. You know it's four on three. Attack. Get it to the big who's rolling. Get it to somebody out in the corner for a three or at least a three that they think is going to that, – that way the defense has to rush out and then you drive that close out and then you have somebody coming from the other side. This is, this is a scramble. That makes their lives easier because if the Celtics can just do that, if they could just do that one thing that makes Tatum and Brown's life easier, then the, the double teams will stop happening. If the Celtics can run basic offense behind that double team and make the other team pay, the other team will stop with the double teaming. Because you can't, you can't keep doing it. There's no way you can keep playing four on three and giving up dunks and giving up open three-pointers. That's going to make their lives easier. Because once the double teams stop, then they get to play one-on-one, right? That makes their lives easier. What's the other thing that makes their lives easier? Playing through the bigs. Playing through a big. So maybe instead of Schroeder at the top, it's just maybe you go double big. Or maybe you put another shooter out there and you run... Rob or Al in the high post with Grant in the corner and split action or, you know, Horford in the low post and run split action. So you can set some screens and get Tatum to catch a cross court, you know, open three pointer, or you, you slip a screen and you, you go and you score. There's a lot of different things that this, team can do with the ball in Horford or Robert Williams hands. And it takes Tatum and Brown to cut and run these plays and do these things to catch the ball and score. But anytime you can make a move, get to the basket, all of that stuff without having to also dribble the ball. Dribbling's hard. Sometimes do it without the ball. It's, it's so much easier to run around the court and cut and all that stuff without the ball. That's great. Get to the basket and let somebody else find you under the basket. That's a great way to score. Makes your life easier. You don't have to dribble so much. You don't have to do the TikTok, you know, metronome, James Harden, kind of like lull a guy to sleep, make a move like that. That's not easy. That takes energy. Make your life easier. Cut. And then the other way is, how about, how about you other guys? Maybe you move. Maybe you set picks for one another. Maybe you guys cut. Maybe Smart cuts or Grant cuts or Romeo cuts. Or you have uh, Horford or Rob slipping screens, which is a sort of cut. And these guys just pass the ball. I mean, you're just trying to score. Instead of dribble, 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 you just boop, pass the ball. And oh, we're going to score that way. That makes their lives easier. That's what they should be doing. Now, yeah, okay, every once in a while, there other you're going to run a Horford and Schroeder pick and roll. That's fine. Right. That also makes Tatum and Brown's life easier because you're not, you're running other things and you have to account for that. Right. So you're, you're varying it up. That's a part of it. But if what you're doing on the floor is doing nothing to enhance, to make Tatum and Brown more comfortable to make their lives easier on the floor, then the Celtics need to stop doing that. And frankly, they do a lot of it. And that includes Tatum and Brown isolating, driving, and trying to go up against two, three people. Because that doesn't make your life easier. That makes your life harder. And Tatum and Brown are part of this. They got to make their own lives easier. It's so, it's so simple. 
And I think, and why I phrase it like this is because, you know, you look at some of these other teams and they know like Golden State Warriors, they know who, who gets the ball. They know who is the main, you know, everybody's working for Steph and, you know, when Clay comes back, you know, it'll be Clay and, but basically like everybody knows what they're working towards, right? The best teams know like, oh, well, we're not going to be so audacious as to say, well, it's my turn. Sorry, Steph Curry. Like, well, you need to start thinking about that way, not to put Tatum or Brown in Steph Curry's class, but that's the attitude you got to have. You got to understand it's Tatum and Brown and everything's working off of them. Steph sets a bunch of picks. Steph, Steph does things to make his life easier, right? Like he does that. These guys can do it too, but people need to come in with that attitude. Like we know this is all about Tatum and Brown and stop with your own egos or whatever. This is all about Tatum and Brown and Tatum and Brown need to understand that as well. And they need to do the things themselves to make their own lives easier. And damn it, just start doing it. Just start doing it, please. Because this offense sucks, but it can, it doesn't have to suck. This is a very complicated, complicated way of me just saying, just will you please pass the ball and cut and move? Just please pass the ball, cut and move. Instead of standing around the whole damn fourth quarter, the slowest ass team out there, this Celtics team, just no pace, no energy whatsoever. Slow ass Celtics. It's just terrible, terrible fourth quarter offense. Cut the cut and pass and move. It's so easy. Just do it. Celtics, 20 points in the fourth quarter. And they only they held San Antonio to 19. And San Antonio turned the ball over a few times down the stretch, and the Celtics couldn't score. They scored one basket in the last three minutes. One. I mean, come on. Back-to-back Friday night, Celtics uh, – Thursday night, so Friday podcast, Celtics-Knicks. I will be podcasting uh, after that game as well. Hopefully, the Celtics will play a little bit better offense. Hopefully. So, uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet, please. Uh, If you are watching on YouTube, thank you very much. You can subscribe on YouTube, get the show whenever it drops. Uh, And if you are a subscriber or listener, please share the podcast. Tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.